You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 2, Episode 8. that we can do that are specifically related to it's called coin. supply. Yeah, no, there's also, oh, and also the much better one, recruit? which is carouse. Yeah, I, uh... When I mean, we return triumphant and throw a big party, we can spend a hundred coin to roll... Oh, we have to roll for extra hundreds of coins spent. So, here's what I'll tell you. Um, because this is your very first party... Yeah. And because it's such a big deal... Your initial upfront hundred coin cost is being covered by the whole tribe. It's like a great. So we are going to get to carouse for you, free. You get to you can spend uh, extra hundred all you want if you want to like. So make what this we party do is more we roll and we get a plus for every extra hundred coins we spend. Yep. Um, and so I don't think we want to spend a hundred. You don't coins want to spend all for, your money just for on a this plus party. one. Just for a plus one. <laughs> but if we get a ten. Oh, we get the benefit no matter what. So on a 10, we get to choose three of these benefits. On a partial success of a 9, we get to choose one. On a miss, we still get to choose one, but things get really out of hand. Okay, sounds good. So do we each get to choose one, or only one of us? Uh, I assume it's for... It's all you uh, As the group. So, so only one Who wants to roll? I'll roll. You'll roll? All right. This is our first roll of the... First party. This is, this is, we're, so we're still at our party, essentially. This is your party. Our party going late into the night. Seven. Uh, you got to roll Why'd two roll sixes. Wait, why? You said a ten. No, no, no. It's, it's on a ten plus is the result. You got to roll two d6s. Yes, two d6s. Oh. Sorry. That's all right. It's probably going to be a seven. It's okay. You're on crazy painkiller drugs. I'm actually Just use not. that as your excuse. I just... You said roll a ten. Right. Yes. This party will not I get started. I do still want you to roll a 10. Ro- I got a 5, so... That's lame. So, we still get to choose one, but things get really out of hand. Alright, please pick a good one. So, do we want Do we want to befriend a useful NPC, hear rumors of an opportunity, gain useful information, or you are not entangled, ensorcelled, or tricked? Well, not oh, the last one. Oh, don't pick that one. Because we're in a safe place. I would say we either get rumors or useful info. I like um, rumors of an opportunity. All right. I mean, Bishop's all about that. Yeah, and I mean, we're in between tasks, and Nahala will definitely be fishing around to figure out how she can get an upper hand on Dickface Eve on <sighs> this whole uh, pickaxe situation. Dickface Eve is what some of the members of the tribe call her. <laughs> Mostly because her nose looks like a giant dick. Not writing that down. Which they didn't even know what that looked like until the human came by. And he's like, dudes, you realize that you're a leader? Totally. Look at this. Doesn't look okay. the same. All right. So I got to come up <laughs> with... flash the entire Nohain no tribe. It doesn't mean anything to them. You She's like, whatever. Great. This is normal in human culture. So you pick Trust your me. rumors of an opportunity. All right. Tell me about this party. Um. How do you guys party? What's your style? So, Bishop is, you know, at least 
he's a different person than, than, than he was in the old world. He's he's come to like these tribes people, but not everyone trusts him. So, and and so there's got to be some there's got to be some hesitation among some of the tribe to kind of accept the fact that Bishop has even though he's gone through this ritual and it means a lot to them, there's still going to be some that are like a human shouldn't have been allowed to go through it anyway. There's some that are just innately distrustful of humans because humans have a um, ability to use magic and they are not sure what that means um although he doesn't but uh so uh to answer your question i don't know uh i can't are so, there do they play games does he participate in these games or the games yeah you know what when bishop when bishop uh starts drinking a little at social gatherings it always turns into it always turns into like uh card games or or other types of like party games because he's really really good at them and so, like he, he likes gambling and games of chance because he, he can kind of stack it he likes together. yeah he likes hustling people so he can like you know as soon as he's got you know uh, one or two drinks in him you know out comes the deck of cards and out comes uh, the bets because he knows now, that this, he can he's not swindling a people deck but of cards? no he's not he's not cheating he's just he did say he's just no, no, no! I said okay, he's, gotcha, he's hustling gotcha. them. So you know he's he's getting people to play, getting people excited because he knows he's going to be better at it mm-hmm. than them. Right. Um, and so that's how things start getting crazy. And you know he starts winning some and losing some because that's part of the uh, that's part of the whole game. And then when he starts winning, not everyone likes this. And but of course everyone's uh, drinking and partying, so it gets pretty. Uh, it starts getting pretty out of hand. All right. Nahala is not one for drinking, but she does take whatever the, um, the, like, mushroomy ecstasy lesser equivalent of... And this is okay in the Nohain culture, you know? Yeah, they're not They're not as they close-minded as people back in the old world. So she's just sort of, like, opening up her experience, and she's quite, she's quite the partier and, uh, you know, and the dancer, and she also likes as... Um, the night goes on with the with the card games to sort of team up and play <laughs> off the energy of um, right. what Bishop is doing because she finds it amusing to um, pull a fast one on her tribe mates. On her tribe mates. Okay, so you guys are playing this this uh, this card game, which is kind of is seated on the ground. Actually, they don't really do tables so much in the main in the main area, and it's busy. And there's, like, food everywhere, people are drinking, and people have been imbibing quite quite long into the night, and it's it's hasn't really whittled down that much, but it's, you know, people have kind of moved off into their own sort of things that they're up to. And you've been playing for a while now. Were you playing poker? I'd say, yeah, he's basically just introduced, like, Texas Hold'em to to yeah. the no-hand, you but know. But they're using, like, little hum- gems. They're using rubies as, like, little markers, because, like, they're so... Uh, you know, as for Tibet, yeah, yeah, as, as the coin. But you know, he's got human decks of cards that he's you know scavenged and, and uh, yeah, and they all know how to play. You've taught them. It's it's, it's not like you're this is your first moment ever showing them these cards. They, they yeah, no, no, no. He's 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 known for the games, and people know that you know he usually wins them. But it's like whatever. It's I a like game what from his culture. Chat said, which is that he doesn't tell anyone that their wings are huge tells. <laughs> yeah, that's I the like thing. That. He's learned. He's oh, learned to. Well, I had this idea over this past week that he he might be a little bit of a cold reader. Um, I may build that more in later as he gets moves that associate with that. But yeah, he's he's good at reading. Mm-hmm. He's good at reading their their tells and stuff. Yeah. All right. 
And and certainly there are some Nohain in the tribe that have have had a natural affinity and are, are pretty good at it too, but not as good as him. Well, of course not. Uh, and by the end of this, you've you've already kind of formed a considerable profit, and there is just they they've absolutely had enough of you. And there are oh, let's see, oh, I want to do this. And one of the one of the Nohain, who's kind of a bigger guy, he's a. Uh, you know, one of the soldier-type fellas, you know, kind of... Not not a famous dude, but, you know, maybe has more of a reputation for hot-headedness. Uh, completely throws his cards down on onto the ground and just whips out his saber as all of a sudden he, he just shouts down at you, I've had enough of your human games. This game's bullshit. And I want my money back. He just stands up and uh, and like tosses him a uh, say it's like a like a flagon. It's like one of those things, right? A flagon. A would flagon be of, a, of of wine that he a had skin? of no a skin. That's what I was looking for. A skin of Nohain wine that he had been drinking. He just tosses it to him and he says, "Come on, have a drink and relax." And then he's just uh, and he says, "I call." And plays the next and hand. And some some more Nohain like laugh at him, and he's just like the embarrassment has gotten him. And this guy, uh, I mean, you know, name is Callus. Callus. Oh my god! I'm gonna start taking notes because Elizabeth like shamed me. Yeah, I need a she's notebook. really good at notes. What are you talking about? You take notes of the names and stuff. Yeah. Oh. And last week I saw that you had a whole page filled with notes, and I couldn't remember any of the names. And then I was like, oh, I should write them down. So I can give you a notebook at the end of the session, but not now because I can't walk. <laughs> I mean, or you can go wah, into wah. the bottom drawer of my nightstand, which that's would not be happening. Weird. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Callus. Callusé. No, it's just, it's it's a soft... Oh, it looked like callus, eh? Callus. You say that, callus, eh? Callus. No, he, he he's he's uh, the jerk at the party. Yeah. He's just one of those guys, you know, who just drinks too much and then mouths off and... All right. And uh, he he's brandishing his weapon, but it doesn't look like he's serious about it. But he's just kind of, kind of rattling it in front of you. And you ignore him. Uh, what is he rattling in front? His saber. He's, he wants his money back. Uh, Nahala is sort of raising an eyebrow and looking askance, still acting like she's involved in her cards, um, uh, but just kind of like giving Bishop the knowing glance that he should try not to be a dick, but she has his back. The the turn has come back around to uh, has come back around to Bishop, and he uh, he puts his cards down for a moment. He says, "Look, Callus, just have a seat again. I'm sure you'll be able to win back some of your money." Bullshit. He uh, <laughs> Bishop is uh, not the smartest when drunk. All right. Yeah. Um, Callus is not at all impressed by uh, by Bishop's. Um, skills as a negotiator. 
and uh, just well, you know, it's kind of like he's he's almost being held back by his friends who are maybe aware of his current state of adultness, but he kind of bursts free and he's kind of tumbling towards you. So this guy's pretty drunk, really drunk. And he's just he's headed towards you. He's a big guy. Does he have he's, a saber out? Yeah, he's got it out. So because he's an idiot. Yeah, Nahala stands up and just as he's getting closer, just takes him and pushes him back. And she's still standing to the side, so like definitely she's sort of like an arm in between the two of them. And she's like, "Come on, Callus, chill." Don't Is it going to stop him from falling over? Um, she's got know, very he's strong not, forearms. He's not hurtling, so yeah, I would say it's pretty easy. But he turns to you <laughs> and he okay. he spits in your face. Which is probably one of the ruder gestures that a Nohane can do, especially to, you know, someone who's, like, not even doing anything to him. And he he rattles off, like, something that's fairly slurish, but you get the idea that he's kind of implying that you two are an item, and that that disgusts him. Uh, Nahala immediately, because she's not always the, um, like, upon being spat on, he's, like, still, like, grabbing the slur as she's just, like, reeling back. She grabs his hair and she smashes his face down into her knee. All right. Because <laughs> she is just... He is drunk and surprised. Uh, roll damage. Uh, I am a ten. Four. Sort of a weak knee. Clearly, the LSD has has uh, has, has her. weakened her. A bit. Bishop says, "I raised twenty. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat back down. He sits back down. Well, I was about to stumble into him. He had a whole plan, but you stopped him and smashed him, and he's like, he's continuing his game. So, Callus um, is now holding his bloodied face, um, kind of." Picking himself off the ground, stumbling back a little bit. You seem to have actually sobered him up a little bit in the process. Now he's looking at you, and he just is... He's completely forgotten, actually, all about Bishop. And he turns to you, and he just brings his saber up. Like, he's actually going to strike you now with it. And so Nahala says back, Callus, I'm warning you, you do not want to do this. And she pulls out the pickaxe that she's got, um, and she sort of holds it up, because she's just... She doesn't... She realizes that perhaps she shouldn't have um, slammed his face into her knee, but she really just, she hates all the bullshit. Um, <laughs> and it's accelerating. It's just one of her, like, points, and so she's just taking it and using it as a defensive thing to hold off the blow, mm-hmm. and she's sort of taking a step back. Her wings are in that, like, acquiescence, like, let's make a truce mode um, mm-hmm. as she steps back, he, and she's sort of just trying completely. to seem soothing. Alright, yeah, he, uh... And Bish, at this point, yeah. Bish, as he's, he, like, he's going seen, to actually swing seen. his weapon... I mean, the question is his how... B- how well his back is to Bishop, because now he's, like, facing Nahada, and he's just going to, like, quickly, like, get up and put his... Like, basically just trying to physically hold back his, uh, hold back his swing. So I'm trying to aid her. You're trying to aid her in doing what? In... I'm, I'm aiding her efforts by... So he's trying to defend himself? Yeah, I'm holding that up, and I guess you're trying to slow his arm. Well, she's clearly defying danger with charm and social grace. Well, are you doing that, or are you doing it with strength to stop the blow? Oh, I... Well, uh, both. I'm doing both simultaneously. So is he actively swinging, or is Um, her words... Yeah, no, um, you get the idea that he's too drunk to really make much sense of what you're saying, or to care. 
Alright, then yeah, then she will be just defending actually on uh, the swing. Well, it would be more defying danger. Okay. Because so, you're not defending yourself. Then it would be through... I, I'd actually say, so as the swing comes down, um, she would be trying to get behind... She's, she like she defends, but she realizes she doesn't actually want to escalate this. Mm-hmm. So she slips behind him to put him in a sleeper hold. Alright, so you're slipping behind... So that would be... Which is absolutely defying danger. Yeah, yeah so yes. Dex. Putting herself in a risky position to... Don't roll that. I know, I know. I have to roll these. Good. But also, I'm, and so I'm trying to help her out. And you're going to help her out. So wait, you roll first, because I want because we need to know if you help. Oh, okay. Um, I do not. You do not help. I get a six. You get a six. So yeah, you don't help. So I failed, but what happens? Um, let's see. In this case, um, lack of help is not a minus, right? It doesn't do anything to her, but it's I failed a roll, so okay. So, but you've clearly looked like you've gotten involved, and now this is becoming more of a brawl. So, a couple more guys who are clearly friends of this guy see all you all beating up on their one friend, and they start. And you're kind of ineffective because you just like slipped out. And and they're and they're not drunk as this guy is clearly. All right, so should I defend? You should defend at this. Well, not defend, but well, Dex. And so that's a six, so she's actually going to fail that too. Ooh. Yeah, you don't defend. In fact, you're, you're trying to slip behind this guy, and as you do so, he kind of just follows you in this motion and just cuts you, like completely gets you. Um, his is a 2d6 plus two. Oh, you want me to roll it? Mm-hmm. 2d6 plus two damage? Yep. It's an absurd amount of damage. I that told would you. kill me. He's a big dude. So that's a seven. But I have an armor, so that's a five. Yep. Um, shit. Well, good thing I healed up, didn't I? <laughs> Alright, so damage. Back to that. Um, okay. So she gets sliced in her side. Yeah. Um, hardcore. You hear a kind of shock of people just reverberates through the crowd. like, oh shit, this, this went from, you know, brawl to bloodshed really quick. And so, uh, and people are backing up all the way from you. You've got like two guys coming in. Yeah, and so Nahala throws up her hand. She's kind of holding her side. She throws up her hand very quickly. She's still backing up, and she's still she's sending her wings are very urgent, mm-hmm. sending out like very controlled now, like stay away, but in that like defensive, like trying to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. And she holds her hand out to the other guys. And she says, "Stop." Callus is just a little bit drunk. He was. He was off balance. I'm sure he's going to calm down now. And she says this in a very forceful way and plants her feet into the ground. Mm-hmm. And she, and she's like taking a defensive stance. And she has her hand at the ready to grab her actual axe. She's put her, she's put her pickaxe away because this is serious business. She's gonna, serious she's business. gonna get her serrated hammer. And oh god, people oh. know in the crowd the damage that can do. So she's mostly just making a motion and just trying to. Mostly scare him, cow him, um, into mm. stopping. Do you have some sort of an intimidate skill? Probably not. It's <laughs> mm, okay. I'm just curious if you have something. I have, uh, when you parlay using threats of impending violence as leverage, you may use strength instead of charisma. Hmm. If you're threatening to beat him to death, 
I'll say yes. She most definitely is making a move as if she will grab her hammer out, and again, everybody oh, does know. And it's she a says, serious hammer? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm it, sure you're... he struck out because he was trying to catch his balance. No one wants to get hurt here now, do they, Callus? Mm-hmm. Okay. So go ahead. All right. So I'm rolling strength. So that's a oh, ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. He. Act- so what are you trying to do? Get him to back down? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. He drops his saber, staring at the blood on it as if to see it for the first time, and. He just bolts. You see him running, like, down, and people kind of, like, get out of his way. It's like, ah! And his friends actually are, like, not so into this fight either all of a sudden, now that now that Callus is gone. And the rest of the crowd's kind of still looking at you like, what? And the, the party's kind of fizzled. <laughs> at, at this point. Kind of. Yeah. And um, a couple of people kind of help you up off the ground because you were, you know, kind of... Yeah, you I, weren't ca- on the ground, I kind of, you were... I kind of stagger because I am bleeding out of my side fairly profusely. Yeah, so, I mean, that that didn't go well. Bishop, uh, his card's still in hand. He tosses them on the table to indicate a fold and just grabs his, uh, grabs his, well, his winnings. Your winnings. Um, and, uh... And just gets up, like, leaves the table. So, your opportunity is that everyone is super distracted by this fight. And there are a couple things on the ground here. One is uh, a few people left their money on the ground. So you can you can have that. Uh, if That's you, not Bishop style. He's not you, taking if it. If you chose to take it. If you chose to take it. Additionally... We're down to maybe low energy. There we go. So there's a a weird little glimmer on the ground, and you you know curious to pick it up and you see it, and it. It reminds you of something, and it's kind of like this little almond-shaped sh- almond shard of a fairly dense, heavy material, like a like a like a silvery, whitish material. What is it? You guys take some time, stare at it. You're pretty sure it's uranium, just by looking at it. So it looks the same as the thing that he saw half an hour ago, mm-hmm. or hours ago. Okay. Like, um, wasn't wasn't there when you sat down? Yeah, he just well, he'll like, or so in the commotion. I guess we already get this right mm-hmm. because that was the result of this whole um, party roll. Yeah, he just quickly slips it into his uh, into his pack. All right, and he makes leave the party immediately. Oh yeah, and at, by this point, uh, Jaldin is walking towards you two, looking kind of pissed off. Uh. Bishop uh, says to Nahalada, he says, he says, let's talk quickly. And he looks around for Yoldo and doesn't see him. Uh, yeah, you remember vaguely during your drinking that Yoldo was kind of carried off by no less than at least three Nohane ladies. <laughs> um, Giving thumbs up all around. It was totally all about it. He was screaming something hashtag Yoldo. 
<laughs> something like that. Uh, and so, you know, you, you haven't seen him for hours. All right, yeah, he says that to Nahalada and is uh, trying to give, um, uh, what's her dick face, the slip. Uh, well, you don't see Jaldin is a man. Oh. Jaldin... Jaldin is the... Oh, I, I'm getting is, all confused. See, I don't Jaldin's have Elizabeth's dude, amazing notes. And he's the commander of the Nohane uh, army. He's the commander of the Order of the Golden Scythe. Yeah, and uh, generally a guy you don't want to piss off, and generally a guy who doesn't like you, actually. Um, uh, yeah, so he's still going to say, I'm just going to try to give him the slip. All right. How do you intend to give him the slip? Uh, well, the, I mean, the party's still going crazy, and the, the, the there was a whole crowd from the fight, so he's just going to try to um, slip away. It's not like he can blend in, so he's just going <laughs> to try to, like, cut around a corner and basically just put some distance between, trying to get the biggest part of the crowd in between them to sort of just block sight mm-hmm. and uh, and get somewhere out of sight. And while Nahala doesn't really yeah, love this idea... He's left you behind <laughs> She definitely doesn't feel up to the challenge of dealing with Jaldin by herself, especially in the place of weakness where she's bleeding. Mm-hmm. So she kind of mutters a curse under her breath and was like, so we gotta talk. You don't even let me respond. And she continues on after him, trying to duck and weave her way out of there. Right. Yeah, he's like not listening as he just kind of like looks around. He's trying to figure out the best way to get All right. away. There, there are enough people here where you're actually pretty able to slip away. It's it's nice and crowded, and there's still a lot of commotion happening, and he actually doesn't seem to be all that interested in finding you guys specifically. He's just kind of rounding up people and talking to them, you see? Um, right, well then when they get away to someplace private, they slip, they slip into a building, let's say, or, you know, or not a building, sure. but what yeah, bu- they have buildings. What, what building did you slip into? Um, the someone's house. Somebody's house? Yeah. Did you pick an empty house? Yeah, I mean, it's an empty house. Uh, yeah, the Nohane, um, they don't really have a... A lot of people um, are out at that party. A lot of people are out at the party, but I would say that um, most of their houses are just, like, uh, doorways. Um, they, they don't... Um, there's not, like, a... They don't have that same sort of sense of that that human privacy, you know? Like, you go inside your house and you shut the door. They're much more kind of tribal and open. So going into someone's house is not a big deal. It's just like... So, he slips Not up. a big deal, huh? Yeah. Okay. Alright, you guys are in there. And he says... You're bleeding heavily. Yeah, Nahala, um... She does have her little pack with her. Um, mm-hmm. she didn't drop anything really off. Um, so she does have her bandages still in there. And she's just sort of starting to tie a strip around it. And kind of cursing as she's doing so. And she sort of looks up at Ed Bishop and says, Okay, what did you want to talk about? He says, uh, he says, You know that? And he looks around and he says, The thing we found? He says, Someone here at the party had some more. He says, I found it on the ground. Must have slipped out of their pocket in the commotion. Why would, why would anyone be carrying that? It's dangerous. He says... That's exactly why I'm bringing this to your attention. And then he opens his pack and shows it. Or he did, but, like, he's not touching it because it's radioactive. Yeah. And it's still in proximity. It's pretty dangerous stuff. Yeah, it's really dangerous. He says, uh, he says, I've got to go get this back to the case now. It's dangerous for it to not be shielded. 
Should I don't feel like I need should go with you. I don't think that I should know where it is. Do you want to go yourself? He thinks it's like the middle of the night now, right? Mm-hmm. Way middle. We're talking like three, four in the morning. You're fighting off like some serious buzz still. He's like, I don't want to go alone in the dark. <laughs> um, we could bury it in the floor in this house. I'm sure they wouldn't notice. He says, look, when these things aren't shielded, they're dangerous just to be around. It may not have even fallen out of someone's pack. It could have been put there specifically to harm everyone at that party. He says, this stuff is a weapon even when nothing is done with it. Nala clearly doesn't know what to think about this. She's a little bit still LSD'd, and she says, well, I think that we need to get rid of it as quickly as possible. Should we just put it far away and bury it in the ground, or should we brave wherever your hiding place is? I'll take you there if you need help. He says, I worry about anyone else finding it. It's got to go in the case. All right. Since you're a sissy man afraid of the dark, let's get going. She's finished bandaging herself now and clearly feels a little bit better. He lets that comment go by. <laughs> uh, I have to pick my actual um, catalog of the strange mystery. I gotta find out what these things... I get a bunch of gear, but it's a lot of stuff from the book that I'm gonna have to look up. I don't know what any of it means. Hmm. If you have any questions, I can probably fill it in. I don't want to go delay the whole game for that. It doesn't matter right Delay now. of game. Um, and, uh, yeah, he doesn't feel good about this. Like, at first he thought, oh, it's just, you know, someone had it on them, but then as he's remembering what he knows about radioactivity, which is not a ton, he just knows... Uranium bed. I mean, he knows more. He's an engineer. He's a he's a mechanic, so or you know, a technician. So he would know a little more than your average person. But he's thinking more about like the ramifications of it just sitting there. Like it's bad. It's, it's bad. It makes people grow <laughs> another arm. After you. Uh yeah. So he starts leading the way to uh, where I hit it. Well, just, your your hand is on the door, right? We're You're pushing like, the courier not Or the, the not door, since I said it's just a door. There's, there's a curtain. There's, a satin there's curtain. curtain. And kind of just as you're doing this, you hear some, some people walking by and they're having a, a, a similarly heated discussion to you. And one of them says, Where the fuck is it? And the other one is kind of like, I don't, I don't know. It was, there was a lot of commotion and, and I think I dropped it. I think I, you know, I, you know, it was that stupid Callus's fault. It was all his fault. I was just, you know, it got, it got crazy, okay? There you go. Then hides behind the doorway. And Nahala immediately peeks her head out. Very, like, very, very small. Like, she's not like, but she's kind of like looking over a window. Like, she's crouched down below it. Like, one of those, like, stupid, just, you can only see her eyes kind of thing in the darkness. Trying to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you can see they are two Nohain. Both of them appear to be members of the Red Guild that you know of as a the thing run by you. Guild of Red Destruction. Yep, that's the one. The Red Guild. These two fellows. Uh, it's kind of shadowy, so you don't recognize their faces very clearly, but they've got this kind of very specific garb on. 
how, you know, not clothing, but definitely some some indicators of Red Guild status. And they're kind of, they keep muttering to themselves. One of them is like, she's going to be so mad if she finds out I lost it. She was counting on me bringing it back. And the other one goes, well, that's your problem. Not mine anymore, dude. You are on your own. I'm not going to be around when you have to bring it up. And they part ways and... Uh, Bishop steps out then. They look at you. He says, uh, he says... And they're not sure how much you've heard. (laughs) He says, uh, he says, I heard you guys talking, uh, he says, you lost something. He says, I totally found something on the, uh, on the ground over at the party. I think it might be yours. And he digs through his pack. Ah, okay. And he's gonna use his Keeper of Curios power to... As he's gonna describe something he's looking for, so it's gonna be, uh, um... Uh, uh... What, what, what kind of vibe are you going for? I want it to be... He just wants to get him talking, so it's just anything. So so he finds a... Uh, I mean, he just pulls out, like, a, a gemstone. It's not even... It's not even really using my power, because it's not uh, something useful. It's just a gem. You pull a gemstone? It's a particularly interesting-looking one. Like, not one of the ones people are using to bet with. It's a particularly uh, well-cut... So it's it's just extra nice. And one of them goes, "Yeah, man, yeah, that was it. Thanks." He says, uh, "He says, see ya. I got your back, man." And they they leave. They're 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 headed away. They're not interested in talking to you. And when they're around the corner, the hollow pops out and is like, "You didn't need to do that, and you just gave away fifty coin." He says, he says, I didn't want him popping in and think we were uh, uh, eavesdropping on the conversation. And he just smiles and says, all right, now let's get to the hiding spot. Now, muttering about how they weren't going to come into this abandoned house because no one but humans go into other people's homes follows him. Oh, I should have leveraged him. That's, yes, see, that's one I should have used. We're still getting used to the system, guys. What's leverage? You want to rewind? Leverage is, is a specific... You want to just go back? Yeah. It's it's leverage is is uh it's the parlay move, which is when you have leverage on a GM character, manipulate them, then it's you give them something that they um need or want. It's basically trading. It's bartering, um, but for a particular thing. He says. Uh. So um. I don't know how. Let's not go back. Let me just keep that in mind sure? for the future. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know how I'd use it in this case. I'm already out of the moment. But you're right. Should have done that. Alright, so we set off for the um, dilapidated ruins, although Nahala does not know where she's going. She's just following behind. Alert. Yeah, Bishop's leading the way. Alright, not necessarily a journey through perilous territory. Not so much. It's just dark. Yeah, it's not like we're going to Hedgian territory How far, how far away was it? Wasn't it a few hours? It's like a good, probably, hour hike away. Um, it's to one of the, it's to one of the, um, uh, very, very small, uh, human, um, transplant areas. I don't know, we'd call all those areas something, there'd be a name for them, the, uh, the crossover points, the, yeah. the spot. It's like a very, very small crossover point, so small that it basically, like, 
there was like a uh, like a corporate building, like an office office space housing or not housing, but office mm-hmm. office space like Skyrise, maybe you know like seven or eight stories, but only like the border of the zone that crossed over was only half the building, so it's precarious and dangerous, and part of it is collapsed onto itself, and it's basically just not salvageable as like living space, so it's just become completely abandoned stuff. People come there sometimes to get like raw steel or whatever from the building, but that's not something that the Nohane are interested in at all because they don't use those kinds of alloys. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be a good spot to hide it. And when, they, and when they get there, Nahala says, okay, you go in. At the very least, I don't want to know exactly where it's hidden. He nods. Now, when you were headed this way, did you make any special attempt to be stealthy? Yeah, they're, they're definitely trying to sneak there. Okay. So you're taking a little longer than... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, making sure that they're not followed, essentially. Yeah, it's probably like four in the morning now. Mm, how many hours did you say far away it was? An hour. In, a, in bright daylight? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say it, it takes you twice as long. Okay. There. So it's, so, about, it's about more about five. Okay. Five a.m. This There's like the little twinkle of, you know, the stars are starting to fade. It's starting to get a little more towards towards dawn. And you get there and... Your case is right where where you left it. Yeah, so as you know, he had hidden it under like a false floor of a locker that was half broken, and so yeah, he gets in there and opens up the case and uh, puts the piece. He, like doesn't want to touch with his bare hands, but he knows that that's not really the problem. But so puts it in, shuts the uh, shuts the lead lined aluminum briefcase. Yeah, you guys do so without incident. Okay. Right, so we head on back in. Um, kind of sleepy, <laughs> but uh, as they're walking, Nahala is talking to um, to Bishop, and she's like, "All right, so it seems like the guilds thoroughly cannot be trusted from everything I've gleaned. Eve was the guild leader who sent us. She's not saying all these things; she's just referencing for you in case he forgets, because you know how they are with faces and." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, She's the one who wanted me to get back this pickaxe. Clearly she was down there. Clearly, if they were just talking about losing uranium and how she would be angry at them, she's the one who knows about it. I feel like there's, like, no doubt in my mind that that case was not at some point in her care. Your deduction is logical. Thank you. <laughs> A most logical deduction. So, I'm clearly not going to give her back this pickaxe, but she's going to be pretty pissed if I don't try to give it back to her. I don't really know how to get out of this with us saving face at all within the tribe. Hey, Pigaxe wasn't in the weird secret radioactive chamber. Says you can totally get the Pigaxe back. Everyone saw you with it anyway. But it's the key to the chamber, you doofus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't know that we used it. Why would... I like this Pigaxe. I'm not giving it back to her. He just shrugs and says, "Your prerogative." So you were saying that she could, she can't get in because she doesn't have the pickaxe. Probably not, unless her other pickaxe is matching, but we're not sure. Yeah, we don't know. It doesn't matter. We have something she wants. We can use it as leverage. Yeah, make her give us a blank check favor. <laughs> should right. we? Should we go and tell her that we've seen the mines at all? No. We should speak with 
The elders, like originally planned. Fade. With the other ones. So you guys walk into town, and first thing you see is a really messed up party scene. Like, no one cleaned up, firstly. <laughs> well, it's only, it's been, well, I guess it's been like three hours. It's so. been three hours, but they don't, they don't clean up well here. You know, it's going to be at least another Day few hours. Um, so you're going to head right to, right to Fade's place? Well, I mean, you might be sleeping, um... If, if it's socially appropriate, then it's yes. It's not. Then no, then we'll wait. Yeah. Okay. Then I, banging I, on the door. I think no. they should probably rendezvous at like 9 a.m. and get a yeah. cat nap. Yeah, after, uh, you know, after get, get some sleep. Alright. When you, uh, when you get home, there's a kind of note slipped under the door. And it's clearly from Eve. It's got her, like, si- signature all over it. And it's just, it's an invitation. She wants to talk to you. Nahala takes it, notes it, and says very specifically, I expect to see you. Uh, goes to her room and falls asleep with the pickaxe strapped very securely to her back. She, like, actually, like... Slept on the back? Binds it. Well, no, she's sleeping on her side with her back to the wall. Oh, okay. So no one can take it. And she's, um, made... She's, like, rigged up something, so if anybody tries to get in through her window or her door, they'll, like, creak. And she's sleeping with her hammer. She does this, like, in the night? Yeah, she's super paranoid. Okay, yeah, your, your parents are, like, clearly hear you come in and just listen to you bang around in your room for a while. They're like, whatever. Totally <laughs> drunk. We were young once, too. Yes, dear. So, yeah. But you, you received no such note. Bishop just plops face down on his bed. Just... Feathers <laughs> everywhere. No. And then just <laughs> fall asleep instantly. Fall asleep. I like it. They're all discussing the properties of uranium and radioactivity. Hey guys. Look, any of the things I'm saying about it are most likely completely wrong. You should tell us how dead he would be by handling a nugget of uranium. That was a pretty serious nugget, dude. Tearing it for two hours in his knapsack. (laughs) He probably has butt cancer for sure. Butt cancer is the least of his worries now. He has two butts. Sweet. (laughs) Now butt cancer wouldn't matter. He's got redundancy. Twice the sitting. Well, the other one's on his head. Oh, so that's not so good. Is this the light of morning music? It's, it's a happy morning. Uh, both of you have pounding hangovers. So um, Nahala wakes early, happy that her traps have not been sprung. Yeah, nothing. Realizing that might have been a little bit of overkill. A little intense. Bounds down the stairs. You're like, mom tried to open the door, to, like say good morning, and like really set off everything. <laughs> Just creaks. <laughs> um, Bishop takes an aspirin. <laughs> Oh, he's got some... Got some oh, yeah. Nice. Can keep some. Make aspirin out of trees. She bounds down the stairs. There's some, you know, morning porridge. She just grabs a cup real quick and uh, gets some porridge, takes the Nohane equivalent of coffee and pours it over the porridge, which is essentially like pouring coffee over oatmeal. It's like a hyper-sweet sludge. Yeah. And, you know, like a syrup. And she just sort of raises her cup to her mom and says, thanks, and just bounds on out the door. Straight to, um... Yeah, straight to, uh... Bishop's house. And she just bangs on in without knocking, because that's... That's probably what humans do, so... That's how he is with her, so she doesn't care. She's still eating her weird, sweet, acidic 
oatmeal coffee gruel. And she slaps down the note and she says, Eve's pissed at me. <laughs> uh, this is at his place? No, where is this? Uh, your, your, your house. She's, That's what I said, bust, my place. She busts down yeah, my door. In a, uh, in a nice way. Oh, yeah, okay, so he was, like, just blinking awake and uh, just downed his aspirin, was just kind of, like, laying in bed with his eyes open, waiting for it to at least take a little effect, and she busts in, no. and he just goes, ugh. And then when he hears the eaves pissed, he just goes, oh, really? And then he's just got a big smile on his face, and he gets up and walks over. What does it say? I didn't hear earlier. Um, it Bishop said, doesn't know, so what does it say? It said, we need to talk. I expect to see you. And Nahal says, you look like hell. Would you like some breakfast? And like she's got like a quarter of her cup left. It's lukewarm now. He takes it. Sure. No spoon. That's fine. Just... <laughs> it's pretty repulsive, actually. It's like sweet oatmeal and coffee. Ugh. <laughs> Mixed together. It's like a porridge. It's a healthy porridge for growing no hay. Yeah, but uh, but basically in the midst the of like a hangover, he's like anything that will distract any of his like bodily senses from the hangover and so something that just tastes horrible is just great. He's like, oh, good. Oh, so you're not nauseous. That's good. And you go uh, the other direction so He says, easily. good. We wanted to see her anyway. Alright. Is that is that plan number one? I, I'd say that you should bring, at the very least, some of your bag of tricks because I don't trust her. <laughs> I he mean, says, uh, he puts on his pack and he says, I got what I carry here. Which is a much like reduced collection of his bag of tricks. He's, he's is basically his reduced bag still like he's, I mean, <laughs> he's he's made a bunch of stuff, and like over the years, like his compound bow is like his greatest achievement. But like, he's made lots of interesting like gadgets and stuff that follow the Nohan's rules. It's just when he goes out to a serious thing, like delving into a volcano, he Don't loads up more. with you know his weird smoke detector bombs. You never know when one of those might come in handy and cause an earthquake. So yeah, so he essentially has a... Yeah, it's just part of his collection. Alright. Cool. So yeah, you guys head straight for the Red Guild, because you're very on time with these things. Absolutely. Um, Minshaw is there at the at the front desk, like always, looking very pleased with himself. Um, and, uh, I didn't write down his name. Minshaw's name is Minshaw. He's beneath me. Hi. Fade. Sup? I have an appointment with Eve. Oh, Eve. Appointment. Oh, wait, wait. Eve is the angry one. Yes. Everybody's angry. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought we were going to go talk to Fade. Ooh. Bishop got confused. He doesn't realize this until they're inside <laughs> Eve's place. <laughs> I thought we were going to go tell Fade all about that thing. It's like, shit. <laughs> Minshaw's like, are, are you guys early, late, or on time? So, uh, Nahala notices Bishop. I Lee. am never early nor late. I arrive precisely, precisely when, when I intend to. Okay, that's stupid. So, Nahala notices that Bishop is perhaps a little bit drunk still. Um, Bishop is quoting Lord of the Rings back from Old Earth, where he came from. And nice. sounds you like a weirdo. And he also kind of like muttered some curses under his breath and was like, I thought we were seeing food. She's like, do we need to change course, yo? Because I don't really care what reception is. Yeah, he just, it was the hangover, and he was like, uh, he's like, can we just, can we go talk to Fade first? <laughs> so, so, at that moment, the door opens. <laughs> and, um, looking also very pleased with herself. Um, Eve, 
kind of struts out and says, Leaving so soon? Uh, Her eye clearly fixed on Nahala. So Nahala looks at Bishop and sort of over her shoulder, kind of still edging towards the door. Well, not edging, but they were walking, and so casually walking. She's like, she's like, well, I heard you were busy, so we... Oh, no, no. I'm plenty of time for you. Come on. Come on. Bishop goes to walk with her and sees what Eve says. She doesn't seem to care one way or another. Then he just smiles and walks in, too. Alright. You guys are in the office now, and it is all fixed up. He doesn't like Eve. You haven't you haven't seen it uh, this clean in a while, maybe. From being in here last time, the, the table had been flipped and everything was everywhere, as you recall. So Nahala stands by the door. It's closed, but she definitely oh, yeah. stands with her back to the door, close to it. Um, Minshaw's like there at the doorway, like kind of leaning in. And um, she walks past you and just kind of shuts the door on his face. <laughs> Poor guy. You hear the door kind of blown. Poor guy. And you hear, oh, I'll go back to the desk then. And <laughs> pat, 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 off you go. So Nahal's just standing there, like, kind of arms behind her back, sort of looking leisurely. Um, but still definitely on full alert and by the door because she really super doesn't trust Eve. And she's got, you know, her hammer crossed so it's easiest on her back, but the pickaxe is definitely crossed the other way. So she's got this awesome dual oh, weapon wow. back thing Choo-choo. going on. Oh, yeah. Um, Bishop takes a seat and puts his feet up on her desk. Please sit. And he crosses, just crosses his feet onto the desk. Oh, I was going to do it with mine, but there's a table yeah. leg there. You will not be doing that here. I will not be demonstrating. It will, yeah. It was just she, her eyes ling, or her eye, her eye lingers on, uh, on your muddy boots that are now all over her fancy stone carved desk. It's pretty heavy. You're surprised that Jeldon could, like, flip it <laughs> as easily as he did. Um, so... And she kind of sits down across from, from Bishop, leaning back and just observing you for a moment. She goes, so, you had quite an adventure, didn't you? We did indeed. Fade sent us on a worthy quest, and Bishop Yoldo and I kicked its ass. Mm, clearly. And we didn't need a map. She sort of <laughs> gives a very friendly sort of smile and winks. Need is... I don't know if... I'd say you would have had an easier time, but I am... Did kill a giant centipede. Yes. And her eyes kind of slide over the the pickaxe, and she goes, I'm familiar with that centipede. He says, you didn't kill it. (laughs) Not all of us need to. Nahala is clearly, like, actually just stifled a little bit of a laugh and coughs. Mm. So, you have my pickaxe. I have a pickaxe that I found in the um, volcano. Yes, that's you're being quite coy. It's my pickaxe. I actually we, would we both uh, know it's my pickaxe. I would argue it was, and then he's, and then he lets Nahala continue. If I remove your arm from your body, is it any less your arm? He says yes. Then it would be yours. He says I would fight you to get it back. An interesting proposition. 
But go on. We were talking about the transitive properties of possession. So I've got a couple things that i got to do today, Eve. So I'm just going to lay it out. I'm sure you're very busy. You're so popular. I know that you feel behind that desk. You can talk down to me, but we went into the into the volcano. We completed the task. You drove a hard bargain, and you lost in that bargain. We did not need your assistance, and we owe you nothing. Why do you expect me to come to you and give you back treasure that I won fairly on my own that you could not? Had to fight a roper own. to get it. I'm she sure it adds. was very dangerous. No, look at him like, shut the fuck up, dude. He says, I'm helping. Well, it's not so much a matter of what I expect, but just what's right. It's my property, and you certainly wouldn't know how to use it properly. It's valuable to me. An heirloom, one might say. And to keep it would be, well... Some might call that theft. It is my property. And I need it for things. When you were attempting to coerce us into giving you unnamed favors before we... I was giving you an opportunity. And Nahala raises her hand, raises her hand... And puts it on the doorknob and says, If you keep cutting me off, I don't have to stand here anymore. She raises an eyebrow. Continue. You tried to coerce favors from us, sight unseen, and we turned you down. We didn't need your help then. We don't need your help now. What are you going to give me? What is this pickaxe worth to you? Name your price. Drive your best bargain. I don't have time for more. Parlay. Sweet. I was about to say, yeah, this is actually parlay, right? By the way, I don't know when she grew a pair of balls, because she's being really mean. <laughs> so what do I roll for so that? So it's going to be roll plus charisma. I don't have charisma. Oops. Oh, shit. Uh, and is Bishop helping? I mean, he's trying. She's trying to get him to shut up. Well, don't jerk. ask unless you're helping. He is helping. He's then aiding. Help. So then I'm aid. rolling my aid. Okay, aid first, then you. Because we have a bond, so it's plus one to my roll. And she fails. Holy then. shit. Not even close to failing the aid or to passing the aid. Five. She's Eve, still a short outcast. You Eve know. kind of is starting to like stand up from behind her desk, and she says, "It doesn't matter if I'm behind this desk, or down the street, or outside your door. I am as powerful here as I am anywhere, and I know people." People that could make your life and Meha's life. Meha. Meha's. I don't care what your kids' names are. Whatever. Sister, younger sister. Yeah, she she clearly lists all your family members and says If that pickaxe is more valuable to you than say their livelihoods Keep it. Nahala takes a deep breath, clearly trying to contain her rage. Maybe it doesn't work. She walks over to the desk and she puts her hand down. She gets her face very close to uh, Eve's. Eve. <laughs> she says, This pickaxe isn't the most important thing to you down there. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. 
back off. Okay, are you threatening uh, violence, or is this a... She clearly is. Alright, good. So, a parry, then. Well, uh, yeah. A or parry? a parlay. A parlay. parlay? Again? Yeah, You're parrying with your face, right? No. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. It's just, I really need but more you charisma. But you get to use, um, you get to use... Guys, I also know how to pronounce that word. I just like it better in the alternate way. You get to use that thing that you were doing Oh, interrogator. Where yeah. I get to roll strength? Yeah. You're, you're trying to call her bluff with uh, freaking her out. And she knocks it out of the park with a 12. All right. So so clearly threatening her family worked, even though her family doesn't really like her. <laughs> her family doesn't like her, but she likes her family, I guess. Um, okay. So the so leverage here is basically that we have, we, we we're block, blackmailing her. She may have tipped her the hand a little oh, bit, yeah, which yeah. might not have been exactly nope. the smartest thing to do. Bishop was waiting for the moment to do it right, and he couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> you figured out how to use it well. Um, <laughs> so how does that work uh, with, the, with the parlay, then? Because... You get to demand something. This is the leverage. And so we the, you have something that she needs or wants, which is... Uh, to not be blackmailed, I guess. To not be blackmailed. Right? And so this, or on to a, not, to on not a ten, expose On that. a 10 plus, this means... That they will do it. They will do what you ask. But you, um, you have to very clearly the, and unambiguously say, I'm not going to expose on you. On the promise that you give her what she wants, which in this case is to not blackmail her. And she, she, she clearly this, uh, her, her cool facade just kind of ripples across her but and exposes the like rage underneath. And she goes, listen, you little... Perhaps we've been hasty. We don't need to get involved in things which you don't fully understand. Keep it. And not a word from you about things you think you understand. Well, what? Do, what? But what is she? She gets to make a demand, right? Yeah. She wants. She wants. Uh, go ahead. Say what. Say what you wanted. I mean, because you passed the parlay. So what is it that you're? Just, well, what were you demanding in that moment? I mean, she was demanding that nothing would come to harm of her family. I guess that was it. Yeah. I guess you just, you diffused the... Yeah. The yeah. demand was to... I mean, I could... She drop her threats. I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't give enough information, and she definitely doesn't want to tip her hand and ask, like, yeah. so why is there uranium in the mine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be so a that, weird. Weird. Well, Never mind, that makes sense to me. I was just yeah. trying to interpret... I can't get my no. head out of the mechanics, but... It's okay. Yes, what you got out of the role was that mm-hmm. she's backing off her thing. Yeah. Essentially, you've both just presented each other with a threat, and she we backed both. down. And she balked. And clearly mine is... I mean, we did learn valuable information there, because we definitely know that what knowledge we hold... Because we didn't even say we moved anything. We just said we know it's there. And we may hold the only key to it. Doubtful that we hold the only key to it, since she's backing off. Um, yeah. But we yeah, just learned she, something very valuable. She uh, has, we've all, we've has also gestured learned to that, the door in a very rough. Yeah, sort oh, yeah. Of Bishop. Bishop just gets up. He's been smiling the whole time. He loves seeing the holiday do that, and so uh, just uncrosses his feet off the desk, gets up, and walks out. And uh, content with the fact that we've learned that this indeed must be a secret. If she would react in that way, because the fear was that. This was a tribe secret, and by doing that, you've essentially just betrayed the tribe. 
but you didn't react that way. Nahala never thought about that, so glad that somebody's thinking. <laughs> the wisdom. Nahala didn't really follow. Nahala is uh, book smart and not street smart. Remember, remember this whole thing, this whole look before leaps thing that happens. All right, so 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 they leave, and Minshal kind of bye. He just smiles and says goodbye. Nahal is kind of scowling as they walk, and she says, like, I suppose we should go to Fade. Your plan A would have been a much smarter one. He says, No, that was useful information. <laughs> uh, he says, Didn't you promise we wouldn't tell? Yeah, about promises. That. Fuck that. Let's broken. go to Fade. <laughs> I definitely think that... I think that that might be wise, given um, what happened. Did they, they threatened my family... My family might not be might not be near and dear to me, but they're my family. I can't let my little sister die. I think it's my little sister. It might be my older sister. I can't remember. He's just smiling. You said younger both times you last described her to me. So cool. He's uh, he's just smiling because he he has no problem with what went down. He's having a great day. He's just having a great day. Having a good time. He's also trying to smile his headache away. Ow, that sounds backwards to me. He's like, if I keep smiling, it'll have to stop. Yeah, and you're. He's thinking about what other painkiller meds he has, and thinks he's gonna have to go up to something a little stronger. Yeah, and you're you're like showing all your teeth for this smile. It's like all the, you know, front, top, and bottom here, and you're creeping out like all the small, you know, hand children that you pass. You know, they're clinging to their mothers. She walk by. Because they're all afraid of him. Yeah, your smile is scaring them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just always how he looks, though. Terrifying. Well, the children are frightened of you. Absolutely. Some are. Some some throw little rocks at you, and some, like, come up and, like, try to, like, poke you and then run away. And it's just kind of a perpetual state of your life. They, like, play with your clothes, because they think clothes are just the funniest thing ever. Bishop, uh... Bishop, as he's walking, walking by the Nohane children, he, uh, reaches into, uh... Like the pockets on his shorts or whatever it is, we determine that he's wearing. Cut off khakis. Cut off khakis and. Uh, if you'll recall, he had to cut he, his only. He clicks pair a of little. He presses the little button of a tiny electronic device he's built and has been using for a long time, which just, uh, which lets out uh, a an extremely high frequency uh, scream that only the uh, high, high frequency like noise, but that only the Nohane children can hear. Uh, there are like five children that burst into tears around you. And he just keeps smiling as he's walking. And they all run. And you get some like really dirty looks from some from some Nohane parents. Like wing wing movements that, that are like agitated because you're you're not making any friends. They didn't know it was him. Well, they were those kids were right next to you and then started crying. No no, no it's just as like... he's walking down the street. Well, whether it's him or just the presence of him, I mean, like, the, the children couple. may start crying just because they saw him. Yeah, I mean, let's say they're not blaming you for the children crying, but they're certainly not pleased with you being around children while the children are crying. Like, there, there's a association there that is certainly biased. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you, you're like, biased, even though you totally did this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's basically, he's... The children are, like, already being like, ugh, that guy. And so he's basically just giving them a real yeah, reason right to go back. crying. And uh, and that just... 
He <laughs> likes that. Some people try to fit in, and he other people misery. are just like, fuck you guys. Stricure the children. I hate you guys. Alright, so yeah, you're, uh, you're Fade's, uh, temple. It's kind of the... Kind of the on-the-hill sort of feeling to it. It's not palatial, but it's, uh, it's actually up a tree. Kind of around the tree. Kind of inside the hollowed-out part of it. And you are let in with little ceremony. Fades, they're going over some scrolls. Yeah, we're she, just trying to talk to Fade. She looks up at you and says, Hello, Bishop. He says, Fade, got a moment? And then you walk in the room, she nods to you, Nahala. So Fade. I do. He gestures to her office or whatever. There, You're in her office, it's her space. There are other people there. Nope, no one else here. You said there were people. Uh, okay. You were here. Um. No other people. Just you guys. It's an open doorway, but... Does she have, like, a desk? No, she's not really into desks. What does she have? What's in this room? Well, this room is actually very spartan. She's got a, you know, few pillows kind of around the room. And then kind of a small altar in the middle of the room that's made out of solid gold. And she just kind of does her work on top of the altar. It seems like it's usually ceremonial, but... Uh, he can't well, kick his feet up onto that. But does she respect her, or do you just equally not respect anyone? No, it's just that he's... No, he, he, he doesn't like the people that basically refuse to like him. He was gonna sit relaxed, that's all. He's not trying to shit on her altar. Um, that might earn you some no-no points. Yeah, so yeah, he'll, just, he'll just sit down. And then he kind of looks to Nahaladan. She's staring of, at your shoes. She, she, who is? Fade is staring at your shoes. Oh. Like. He says, you like them? I like them outside the door. Uh, oh, he looks down at Fade and sees that she's not wearing any footwear, nor do they ever. So he takes <laughs> off his, like, sandals, which is probably what he's wearing. Nice. And puts them outside the door. He said, sorry, always forget. Perfectly fine. He says, so, uh, yeah, we've got some information. He says, I think, um, uh, I think Eve's trying to kill everyone in the tribe. I don't understand this joke. So, this is another one, right? So, it's not a joke, although... Well, it's not funny if it is. No, it's definitely not funny. Um, but... Did she do something? Did you... Nala is wondering how much Bishop wants to tell because she feels like this is... She sort of, like, flutters her, like, you first, Wings! <laughs> because she's, like, unsure. <laughs> they were supposed to... Keep... It looks like this. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> and she she's totally yeah you know her charisma is is not good on this one and and she says no no he's being serious we we oh, hold, hold we, on a moment hold on a moment and she walks over to the to the doorway and kind of waves her hand and as she does so a kind of silvery blue sheen kind of covers the doorway 
And she turns around. She says, this sounds serious. It, it go is. On, go on. It is. When we were on our journey in the volcano, we found mines. Right. The old mines. And Secret mines. Well, they're not secret. They've just been abandoned for a very long time. Do you know about a uh, room that's locked using uh, Eve's hammer? Old hammer? Pickaxe? Thinks for a moment. Sometimes the four person would have a secret room or a room protected if we had a very large store of gems that we couldn't move. He says, how about a human aluminum... What would you describe it as? Aluminum. Aluminum is a natural material. I'm waiting for you to finish your sentence. Aluminum briefcase. A case of briefs. It says... <laughs> It's like it's like a it's like a He just hard, starts laughing. It's a hard satchel. But a hard protected satchel, as if we as ah, if we cross yes, something uh, in rock. A brief I knew what it meant. Of course. Um he he just explains it. He spills the beans. He says, This is what we found. It says uranium. This is going to kill everyone? He says, Well, no, not necessarily, but it could. He says it's. Uh, uh, he he explains the 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 whole ram. He explains uranium as he did to the. Other oh yeah, people. she she nods her head seriously as you're speaking. He spends like twenty minutes explaining the the history of nuclear weapons in the human world and mm-hmm. and uh, uranium and everything he knows about radioactivity, which is far more than Greg knows about radioactivity. Oh, and, that's fine. She uh, she gets the main idea, which is to say that it's very dangerous stuff. Uh, and unknown to the Nohain as far as the the uh, the consequences of handling it. And she says, "Well, what makes you think Eve did this? What was her pickaxe?" And um, she, when we went on our mission, she really tried to coerce us into uh, taking her map in exchange for favors and getting back this pickaxe and she became well, I'll be frank, she threatened to kill my family for not giving it back to her. Oh. And the only thing that made her back down was the fact that I alluded to knowing what was in the mines. We didn't even say what we'd found. Well, that is troubling. That is troubling. Unfortunately, very heavily requiring that it, it's your word against hers and it's not that I don't trust you it's just that these allegations are serious and require more than just forgive me a story even if it's corroborated by a human it's still well you're new you've, you've only been tomorrow no hain for a day before you brought this to me it would be very hard to convince the others to make some sort of move legally against her. Nahala tries to bite back her anger over this, and she says, well, of course, no one's going to admit to threatening to murder my entire family, so what do we need to bring you to corroborate this? She taps fingers against the the altar, and she says, well, I suppose some sort of evidence of this uranium would be useful if it doesn't exist at all there's no danger and if there's no danger there's no 
Bishop Prime puts up his hand and he says, uh, he says, what if we were to bring you evidence of her, uh, of her threatening us for the, uh, for the uranium? I suppose that would be useful. He says, it would have to be explicit. He says, can do. I'm going to need you to have to work with my law enforcement, though. I can't have you guys just running around being detectives. You are people involved in the case, and that wouldn't make much sense. I'll send you to Jaldon. Smiles and nods. No. And Jaldon's part of the guild. No. No. Oh, wait. He's part of the Order of the Golden Scythe. Right. Got it. He's my most trusted... Bishop looks Nahada and says, there are, there are lots of organizations here in this tribe. <laughs> it's, it's true he's been very busy lately, but I'm sure that in a case of this high profile, he would be the one to head the investigation. No, Nahala's just shaking her head and she says, I don't trust him, Fade. I don't trust him. Well, I know you haven't gotten along, but there's no reason to suggest that he would not pursue the arc of justice to its full. Unless he knows about the uranium and was fighting with Eve about it. That's quite a leap. And I would ask you to couch your emotions. Nahala looks at Bishop and says, "I, I just... I can't do this. They're never going to trust me. They're never going to trust me. And she starts to make for the door. I... Uh... He says, hang on, hang on. We can get Jaldon. Well, who, does Jaldon like Eve? Nope. Well, yeah, Jaldon was the Don't one... Don't like either of you. No, Jaldon was the one throwing the table over. He was fighting with Eve when we came in when she tried to coerce us oh, towards the right. volcano. And he was also the one who was walking across the fire towards me angrily. That's right. Right after the fight. Um, also, remember, I'm completely paranoid. He says, he says, Nahalada, don't worry. He says, Jaldon may not like you. Jaldon certainly doesn't like me. I don't think so. He doesn't like me, right? Nope. Uh, he says... I never invited you to dinner. <laughs> but Jaldon... He says, but Jaldon's loyalty lies with the tribe. And anyone holding a secret from the tribe, from the leadership of the tribe will be his enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. He says it's like very, very profound. You're very impressed by all the things he, all he, the platitudes he Now how it sees that stupid ass smile and knows that he's quoting something probably. So he loves that he can like quote all these like old human sayings and sometimes sound really like Ooh. profound. And uh. Well, she, she kind of like sinks back against the wall kind of huffing but decides to acquiesce. Well and Fade kind of does several gestures that are that are quite comforting in Nohain language, uh, you know, kind of more of a more of a subvocal sort of thing, and she just says, "Just give him a chance, like I have given you this chance." I think if you operate within the boundaries of the tribe, there may be greater opportunity to be accepted. Not that you need it, but that's my advice. Ha oh, just kind of throws up a hand. She flaps her account. It's like a, it's a fuck you fine wing flap. 
Fletcher moves in response, like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can see you're very upset. Take your time. I'll let Jalden know to expect you today. And uh, she waves her hand, and the shimmery thing kind of evaporates in the air. She says, good day. She seems a little hurt. Bishop strides out first. Your sandals are gone. Every fucking time. He never forgets to take them off. It's because this happens every time. (laughs) So he doesn't take them off. He looks around. Is there anyone around? Yeah, you see a few kids playing with him. Way in the distance. They're like, you know, mistreating them terribly. He felt a little bad after he used his little Anoyatron. Kids only Anoyatron. But now he doesn't feel bad at all again. Nahala gives like a... I'm sorry, but I'm still pissed. Wing flap and follows out. Were they nice shoes? Nah. No, they were. They're just like ten years old. Shit! No, no, no. He doesn't wear human shoes. They would violate all the oh, rules. Oh, he made his own. Yeah, he had to make shoes. sandals. Oh, cool. No, he well, can't. He can't wear almost any clothing scavenged from. Uh, he's had to, you know, sew his own crap. <laughs> it's all like. He's not terribly good at it. He doesn't really care. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, whatever. Like, textile work, he has to be slightly proficient at it for some of the things that he makes. But, you know, not. it's not going to be stylish. It's just going to work. So, but whatever. He's got other sets of sandals there. Um, And, uh, yeah, so he's just going to leave it. He says, he says, i got to hit my workshop before we go talk to Jaldon. He says, come with me. All right. Comes on with him. Right. Kind of still pouting. She's just sort of pissy. What <laughs> a bad day. Okay, you're at your workshop. Um, What's your workshop look like? Well, we're at time, so oh, I'm yeah. wondering... That's true. ...when you're going to call it. Do you want to... Well, you said you were possibly going to go longer, but If we can do a little more, I don't know how much more you have in your scenes. Do I you? have as much as you... Yeah, she can probably go forever. Yeah. I well, I mean, it's forever. 10, which was the earlier spot we were going to stop at. So we can stop here or we can keep going. Is that why you went to the workshop? Well, I think it might be a good stopping point because given the Jolden situation, we may want Yoldo back. Yeah, that's right. And clearly we seem to be... As, as we're walking back, we're talking, <laughs> and I'm just like, well... You realize you've never spoken to Jolden yet? In this whole Well, campaign. she's got history. <laughs> she's got... That's true. She's got history. No, I like that. And, and so, you know, sort of saying, you know, maybe we should try and find if Yoldo's gotten out of the brothel yet. Yeah, he, she's saying this as he's digging through his uh, collection his, his at his workshop, and he's, like, looking for, and he gets, uh, you see him get, like, a, um, like, some sort of, like, thin material that he puts around his, uh, around his chest underneath his clothing, and then he goes and finds something out, and it's, like, another, like, it's, like, a tiny little rectangle, which he, like, goes and slides underneath his um, underneath his um, his like pant belt line and like plugs a little thing in and uh, he says little gets little gets this will get us the proof we need even if Jalden were to turn on us he's getting a recording device but we can do that next session sounds like a good plan <laughs> alright uh, sounds like a good place to end it cool this is a cliffhanger cliff So are we only missing one Wednesday or are you gone for two?